0: Hello, my friends, and welcome to another session of Grace Podcast. This is uh, session number six. I am Timothy Muse, creator of Grace Life Coaching, and it's a joy to be with you today. I hope that this is a good opportunity, a good chance for us to spend a little time together. Thank you for investing. Thank you for your interest. Thank you for your willingness to to be part of this. You know, this is this is an opportunity for us to grow together. For me to share and and give some insight and some knowledge and for you to hopefully expand and be able to move forward and, and and advance in life. I really do truly think that our primary goal in life should be advancing, should be moving forward because in reality we are. Physically, we're moving forward. Uh, the earth continues to move forward. I mean, it's all about forward movement. We don't go backwards. We can't go backwards. We can't change the past. Why should we dwell in it uh, anything more than seeing it as a, as a lesson to be learned from and a tool to work with? You know, Far too many people, um, you know, they, they want to live in that past. They want to dwell in their past. They want to, to romanticize their past or, or really look at themselves and beat themselves down because of their past, holding on to that, allowing that energy to come in, holding on to those, those places that were rather than really kind of dwelling in the moment and enjoying and taking advantage of and seeing the power of where we can go forward. You know, I get it that, that dwelling in the past is, is easier because you know what happened. I mean, you have an idea of what's already been there. You've been in the past. You've gotten through it. You've, you've succeeded in all of your difficult days. But that doesn't always mean that the past was joyous and great. And it also doesn't mean that the future is, is something that you can't make it through. That it will be unbearable or, or, or too much. Um, there's great possibility and potential, but you'll get no potential or possibility if you don't give it the option. So a part of the mission here in this, part of the mission of, of Grace Life Coaching, one of the primary missions, is for you to be the best you. You know, I want you to be the best you. If it's through coaching, if it's because of the podcast, if it's through dialogue, I want you to be the best you, and I want to do what I can to come alongside you to help you be the best you. That's the job of a coach, is to come alongside and give you direction and help ask some questions and um, and help you to do the work that you need to do to be the best you. And we should always want to move forward. We should always want to be better. We should want to be better than we were yesterday. You know, this is life isn't a competition. I've said it before, and I'll say it again. Life isn't a competition. I'm not in competition with you. You're not in competition with your neighbor. You're not in competition with anything but yesterday. You want to be better than you were yesterday. That's, I believe, one of the primary goals of life. So so here we are today. It's, uh, I don't know where you're at in, in the world, but where I'm at, it's nice and sunny and warm. It's, uh, it's a really nice day here, the end of June. So, uh, you know, I hope that wherever you are, Uh, It is equally as pleasant. And if it's not, I hope that you can see the pleasant in it anyway. So today I want to talk a little bit about fulfillment. Fulfillment and satisfaction. You know, to be fulfilled, to be satisfied in life. If you talk with people, you listen to people, I mean, that's really kind of the goal that a lot of people have in life is to be fulfilled, to have a fulfilling life, to, to live a life of satisfaction and joy. And I think it's something that we all want, of course. We all want to be fulfilled. We all want satisfaction and fulfillment in life. That's definitely true for just about anybody. Uh, I, th- I think there'd be very few people that don't want a life of fulfillment or satisfaction. Here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. And, and, and I mean, I, I even grew up in this narrative. I even grew up in, in this myth. It's one of the American myths that we have been taught for a long period of time. And that is that fulfillment is the product at the end of a particular journey. And if you take that journey, you will be fulfilled. Most of the time, the narrative is around going to school, then off to college, get your education, get a job, get a spouse, get married, have kids, buy a house, have a car, Go to work every day. And at the end of that, there's fulfillment. That, that, is, the, that is the recipe for fulfillment. That is the recipe for fulfillment in, in life. That is the recipe for satisfaction. Uh, and that, that do the right things, do the right things as prescribed, and you will be fulfilled. You will be fulfilled at the end of those right things. You will come home from work at the end of the day fulfilled. You will you will go to go to sleep at night satisfied with where your life is at because you've done these things. Now, I'm not saying that you shouldn't do these things or, or something similar to it. I mean, we all we all have our own life path, okay? I don't college isn't for everyone. Working nine to five isn't for everyone. Um, and please don't hear me say that, that everybody needs to be shoehorned into a particular little box because that is not necessarily the case. But the point I wanna make here is the myth of this fulfillment and satisfaction at the end of the day or at the end of the journey, it's not there. You're not experiencing fulfillment or satisfaction by doing what is supposed to be done. That's why so many people are restless. That's why they're restless in their marriage. That's why they're restless in their career. That's why they're restless in their spirituality, because they're expecting, expecting some kind of fulfillment, some kind of satisfaction by going to work every day and doing what they're supposed to do and having the six-figure job and the the maybe the apartment in New York City or the house in the suburbs or, you know, being part of the PTA or whatever group that looks good. That is not a recipe for fulfillment, even though that is the myth that we have been told for so long. Fulfillment and satisfaction are not a product that happen at the end of something else. Fulfillment and satisfaction have to be something that is invested in. Fulfillment and satisfaction have to be something that we work for, that we create, that we give energy to. Hear me when I say this. You can have a good job and a good life, and you can even be fulfilled in that good job and good life. There's no doubt about it. But you're fulfilled because you're investing in fulfillment. You're not fulfilled because you're doing that job and having that good life. You're fulfilled because you're investing in fulfillment and you're investing it through that good job and that good life. For those who are seeking fulfillment, for those who are restless, and like you know, and, and and maybe that's you, maybe it's like, you know what, I've done the thing, I got my job, I got my degree, I'm doing my work, I've got my house, I got my car, I got my spouse. But there's just something missing, there's something empty, there's something that's just not quite there. Well, that's could very well be because you're expecting fulfillment to be a product of having the spouse and the car and the job and the degree and the house. Fulfillment is the product of investing in fulfillment. Investing, uh, fulfillment just doesn't come along because you do the right thing. Fulfillment comes along because you make it come along. Fulfillment comes along because you invest and you create structures of fulfillment. Fulfillment is not something that just happens. That's the myth. And it's a great myth for those who want people to go to work and get degrees. Hey, do all these things and you're going to feel great at the end of the day. Well, not necessarily. There's no guarantee in that. So so let's talk about how to have a life of fulfillment. Let's talk about have a life of fulfillment. The first thing is you dismantling this myth. The first thing is putting the myth in its place. Yes, we need to work. Yes, we need to have a career. Yes, we need to have a job and cars and we get married and we have kids. All of those things are beautiful and wonderful and incredible. But if we're expecting fulfillment to come into our lives out of it, we're going to find ourselves coming up short. So this is not to downplay or take anything away from those things in your life. But it's about dismantling the myth that all of these things are going to automatically generate fulfillment. Fulfillment isn't automatically generated. You got to work for it. You got to make it happen. So the first step is dismantling this myth. Again, and, and not pouring energy into it. I, I, I don't want you to, you know, get all bummed out and, 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 and hang dog because now all of a sudden it's like, oh my gosh, you know, the coach said that, that, that fulfillment is something I got to make. I've been looking for it for so long. What an idiot I am. How stupid I am. No, 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 no. That's not it at all. That's not what I, where I want you to go. Don't give any emotional energy to it. Just come to the realization that that myth needs to be dismantled. If you're going to work every day, and if you got married, and you got kids, and you're buying a car, and you belong to the country club, or you're playing golf, or whatever you're doing to be fulfilled, and you're feeling empty, that's because the myth is still alive. That's not fulfillment. That's not fulfillment. So one of the ways to dismantle the myth is really to sit and envision just what fulfillment is for you. What does it mean? to live a full life? What does it mean to live a life of satisfaction? What does it mean to feel full in who you are? For some people, it's one thing. For other people, it's another thing. What does that mean for you? Now, if you've never asked that question before, if you just kind of expected that living the life that everybody expected you to live or how the, the myth was laid out is just going to create fulfillment, maybe now it's time to ask the question. Maybe now it's time to really spend significant energy and just dwelling in that question. What does fulfillment look like for me? What does it mean to live a full and satisfying life? really allow those questions to dance around inside of you journal with them meditate with them talk with your spouse if you see a counselor or you're meeting with a coach talk with a counselor or a coach if you'd like to be in dialogue reach out to me i'll be happy to get into dialogue with you what does fulfillment look like for you if you were sitting across from me or we were on a, on a telecall or some kind of digital um, digital communication and I asked you that question, how would you answer it? That's the key, my friends. Most of the time, people don't know what is fulfillment and satisfaction for them in their lives. They're just waiting for it to happen, but they don't know what it looks like because they never really thought about it. They never really dwelled in it. What would fulfillment, what would a full life look like for you? What would a full life look like for you? What is satisfying for you as an individual, as a family unit, as a structure, and, and the, the opportunities are endless. Look, I mean, th- there, is no, there is no singular path here. That's the great joy of life, and it's also the great trouble with the myth. The myth is that there's very few paths, and once you reach those few paths, you should feel fulfilled. But the fact is, there is no singular path to this, my friends. You can go down whatever path you want to go down, as long as it's not illegal, I mean, you know, if you're living in if you're living in the suburbs and, and you want to go off and buy a, a, a little cabin on the lake and, and 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 sell sweaters for a living, then do it. If that's what's going to be fulfilling to you, then do it. There's no boundary except the boundary we create. And oftentimes we don't even know the boundary we create because we don't ask the question. So so once we dismantle this myth that we're going to experience fulfillment at the end of the path. Then we start to envision, what is fulfillment for me? What is fulfillment for us? Maybe that question needs to be asked amongst your family or your, your, your marriage or your relationships. What is fulfillment? What would it look like for me to feel fulfilled? Allow that question as much room as you can. Look, this is your life. This is who you are. So if you're not feeling fulfilled in your life, then then who the hell is fulfilled in your life? So this is about who you are. So if it's about who you are, my friends, then ask that question, that deep question. What is fulfillment? Envision it. Paint that picture in your head. And then once you're able to do that, begin to talk timeline. How can you start to experience that fulfillment? What will that look like? You know, we may not be able to immediately draw into our complete fulfillment, but maybe we can start to introduce aspects or components of, of, of a full life into our current reality. What would it look like? What would it look like to, um, to bring in some of these pieces? And, and, and how long could it take for me to have a full life, the life I envision living? What timeline? What's the timeline that I would be working with here? What do I need to do in the midst of that timeline? That would be the next thing. How long am I willing to invest? In? Again, it's your life, so invest as long as you're willing to invest. And what do I need to do to get there? What do I need to bring into my life in order to have that fulfillment? And what do I need to let go in my life to have that fulfillment? These are vital questions. These are important questions. What's my timeline? Set the table for what it's going to look like. Start to create those steps. And, and try to have a little bit of, of, of incremental fulfillment all the time. So that life actually is worth living at the end of the day. So that when you get out of bed in the morning, you're actually feeling fulfilled and not just drudgery of another day of existence so you can go to bed. What does fulfillment look like? Look, people are far happier making coffee at at the local coffee shop for minimum wage than making six figures as as as, as a business person. If they feel fulfillment, making the coffee. What's the timeline? What do you need in order to be able to live this life of fullness and satisfaction? And what are some of the hurdles? You know, I think, I think whenever, whenever we make a change, whenever we look at something different, we always look at, you know, what we need and what we're going to do, but we don't always give energy to the hurdles. What are the things that are going to hold us back? Look, when when we dismantle the myth, okay? When we dismantle the myth. Dismantle. We don't take it off the mantelpiece. When we dismantle the myth, when we take it apart, there are going to be those who are going to be unhappy with us. Well, because the myth works for them. They're going to be roadblocks and oftentimes there are people that are going to be close to us. So, what are the hurdles? What are the roadblocks? What are the blind spots? What are the things that are going to be difficult? Because they're going to be difficult. But again, this is your life. This is a life of fulfillment that you want to have. This is a life that you want to get to live. We only get one shot at this thing called life. So do you want to live a life where you're, where you're not feeling full, where you're feeling empty and alone and drawn out and used and hurt? Do you, want to feel, uh, do you want a life where you feel nothing? It doesn't have to be traumatic. It can just be like, blah, I get up every day and I do my thing and I go home and I go to bed. And there's really nothing to it. I get nothing out of it. It's a zero sum. Is that what life is meant to be? This beautiful, incredible gift that we have been given by those who bore us? Just to be blah? Just to be whatever? Just to be getting through the day? What does fulfillment look like? We don't wait for it to happen. We work for it. Fulfillment isn't just going to be some kind of it's not the it's not the pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. It's something that we have to work for. Once we kind of grasp that in our in our craniums, once we kind of grasp that in our lives, we start to realize that wow. Wow, I'm feeling empty. Because I'm expecting other things to fill me up and not me. Then we start to shift our focus. We start to realize that if I want to feel full, I've got to be the one to do it. It's got to be on me and not anybody else. So dismantling the myth. We got to dismantle the myth that that fulfillment and satisfaction, they're going to come by, you know, if we do the right thing, we're going to be satisfied and fulfilled. Nope. Not always the case. I know a lot of people that do the right thing and they're struggling. That's not always the case. Fulfilment is something that we go after. We have to envision it. What does it look like? What and again, and that's the uniqueness of the human condition. The uniqueness of the human condition could be what I find fulfilling, you may not. And that doesn't mean that I'm wrong and you're right or you're wrong and I'm right. It just means that we're different people. I can't I can't make I can't create a system of fulfillment for you. That's gotta be on you. I can help you create your system of fulfillment. But you've got to identify that. You've got to envision it. You've got to own it. Figure out your timeline. What's it going to take? You know, you're not going to wake up tomorrow going, oh, you know, I now I understand that my, my fulfillment is in my own hands. I'm going to wake up tomorrow and be fulfilled because that's not going to happen. It's going to take time. It's going to take reorientation and adjustment. How much time are you going to give to it? Be realistic so that you're not feeling depressed or beaten down because your, your fulfillment strategy isn't working. What do you need? What do you need in order to embrace this fulfillment? And what are your hurdles and your roadblocks? Where are the things that are going to get in the way? Again, all too often we ignore those, those roadblocks, those hurdles. So, so that's what I got for you. That's, uh, that's my offering for you today. Uh, fulfillment and satisfaction. Hey, if, if you if you follow this, I would encourage you, if you're on Spotify, if you're on iHeartRadio or Amazon Music, uh, you know, follow me and like me. So that every time that every time you do that, every time someone acknowledges it, if you share it on Instagram or share it on Facebook, when it's acknowledged, then the platforms see that it is being engaged and they bump it up on the list. So if you're if you're listening to me through my website, gracelifecoaching.com and you want to find me on Spotify or on um, or on iHeartRadio you have to search not only Grace Life Coaching but you also have to put my name in it so Timothy Muse Grace Life Coaching, then you're going to find it. Because right now it's kind of buried down in the depths of, of, of that which the platforms are offering. What I really want to do is I really want to kind of move it up. I want to get it up there so that as people are, if, if someone is searching for life coaching on Spotify podcasts, it's going to pop up and they're going to get it. So this is an organic growth. So if you're following, if, if you listen to this, then follow me on Spotify or follow me on, on iHeartRadio and like it and share it on your Instagram feed. Share it on your Instagram feed. Post me in it. Uh, Grace Life Coaching is my Instagram account. Post me in it. Get it out there. If this is helpful for you, then it's going to be helpful for someone else. So I want to go organically. As much as I can, I want to see people share this so that it gets out there. Word of mouth. That's how we change. We don't change by big money paying big money. We change when one person loves another person by saying, hey, check this out. Hey, listen to this. Hey, give this a try. So if you love this episode, then like it for me. Uh, share it on your Instagram feed. Share it on your Facebook feed. Uh, and tag me in it. I'd love to know. If you got any comments or questions, feel free to reach out to me. I'll do the best I can to get back to you. Uh, you can direct message me uh, through Facebook, Grace Life Coaching, or through the, through the website. Easiest way to get a hold of me is through the website, gracelifecoaching.com. Uh, there's a contact page. You can reach out to me. Uh, So thank you, thank you, thank you for being part of this journey with me. Thank you for allowing me to be a part of your journey, for allowing me to help you be the best you. Take care of yourself. We'll talk again soon.